Would you live on uh, the island if the possibility was that someday an NFL player would break his leg and they'd have to take yours? I prefer the You get to be sadder. Michael Clark Duncan for most of your life. <laughs> right. Until that one point. And then you're crying. And you're crying. Ah. And you're, yeah. Welcome to Film House. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by the capitalist monsters of the greeting card industry and Big Flowers. That's right. Valentine's Day is coming up. So I figured we could talk about our favorite romances, couples, relationships, rom-coms, mm. that kind of stuff. You got um, it. John Smith. Didn't John Smith want to talk about I just realized he's not here. He's he's but he loves he rom-coms. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, he got the kisser's disease, the lover's disease. Ooh, Ooh. Mono? Yeah. Syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, I've got Elise Willems, James Willems, and Adam Kovic with me today. My no, name is Daniel. <laughs> Between Adam and I. Nope. <laughs> Have you guys ever had kissing diseases? Uh, I had mono. Yeah. I definitely had mono. Cool, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did actually have a middle mono. school girlfriend, and she was sick, and I was like, to, to, to hell with that. Let's kiss. And then I got sick, and I was like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> mono was awful, man. It wasn't mono. It was no. just like straight sickness. But thankfully, I never got it, so I can still get it, and I could stay home and watch all the rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great disease, right? No. Mono? You no. can't. Exactly. Your spleen can burst. Yeah. yeah. You're not supposed to do like, act- no active matter. stuff. For it's fear hard that to just might. be awake. I know. I could, I could finally be like, just like uh, Charlie's grandparents, just sitting there. <laughs> anyway, um, movies, we do that. Anyway, it, it seems like a requirement these days that a movie has to have some sort of love subplot or plot or romantic interest of some kind. So I'm asking you guys, uh, what are the good ones, the bad ones? Um, are all movie relationships toxic or abusive in some way? There's a lot of questions. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. You're one at a time. No, well, kidding. Bad um, Boys kind of has that tension between Tina Le- Lenardi. Leonardo. <laughs> Tina Leonardo. <laughs> what is she, like a and hooker running from her pimp or something? Ooh. No, her friend was a prostitute. Oh, okay. Because she looks Who like a prostitute in the one scene I've seen where they're on at the airport. A friend of Will Smith. Okay. And I still, she I saw say. her friend die. Okay. So this is when Harry met Sally? What are we talking about? Oh, this is the better <laughs> version of Sleepless in Seattle. How You've dare got you? Mail. I love... Sleepless in Seattle. Well, and then you've got mail. It's it's the updated version of the shop around the corner. That's from right. 1944 or 45 or whatever. Thank you, Elise. Um, but you've got mail is a good, well-made romantic comedy. Yeah. Is it Nora Ephron? Wrote yes, it. I think so. But does it not bother you when they do like the whole runaway bride slash um, uh, whorish woman? What was it called? Uh, looks like a lady. Who are you talking about? <laughs> the original version Pretty of woman? Richard Gere. Pretty woman. That's the one. <laughs> Runaway Bride. But what the original lady? working title was Horror on the Street. Got <laughs> <laughs> um, my throat. Um, but do you not like so Sleepless in Seattle, a classic film from the '90s, and then it's sort of bastardized version where they get the same two actors to basically play the exact same role again. I think they've like, been in another movie together too. Were they in Joel, Ver- Joel versus the Volcano? Together? I'm just. It, does it not bother anyone else no. when you see? Uh, the main lead from Godzilla and his wife Elizabeth Olsen then play brother and sister oh, later I see in the you, award-winning MCU. You were trying to reference Pretty Woman and Runaway Bride I did as, that. An- as another example. Yeah. For Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. Yes. Yeah. I, I like... See. I did Here's the <laughs> part of what, part of what makes that. a good Keep romantic up. comedy... Also, Dave Chappelle's in this for some reason. Um, <laughs> part of what makes a good romantic comedy is the chemistry between the leads. Mm-hmm. And they've got great chemistry. Which you wouldn't really know from Sleepless in Seattle because they don't even really 
interact. Yeah, that's exactly. The, that's the beauty of it. No, 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 no. I disagree. I, I think I think that you've got mail is better than Sleepless in Seattle because Sleepless in Seattle because yeah, it's more nineties. It's way more tr- just drowning in its decade. Sure. Which to me is is thoroughly enjoyable. Sleepless in Seattle theoretically take other than just a radio show and everyone's leaning against a wall to talk on the phone because there's a cord like <laughs> uh, uh, like it doesn't really like place itself in a time even though it's a 90s movie mm-hmm. you've got mail is so 90s I, yeah. Steve Zahn's there <laughs> like, like the evolution of big box stores yeah D- Dave Chappelle before he is like truly Dave Chappelle he's like, taking hmm. anything he can get like it, it's just so fucking good um, I've never seen when Harry Met Sally. I've never actually watched it all. I yeah. I It's an, another one of those movies where it's been referenced so many times where I know the whole, like, I'll have what she's having. I know. Yeah. The, I get it. I know the reference. I Which know. Which is actually improvised. That was not script, a scripted line. I, and I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know everyone tells me, like, use your watches. Meg Ryan, Billy Crystal. You will believe they fuck at some point. And I'm like, I guess. I, he... He is a frog of a man, but <laughs> yeah. he's definitely not a sexy man. My biggest problem with Sleepless in Seattle is I like Billy Crystal within certain contexts. Mm-hmm. And as a man who women are supposed to be throwing themselves at is not a context that I can appreciate Billy Crystal in. It's like the Woody uh, Allen kind of archetype of mm-hmm. like yes. the uh, neuro- moro- moronic, neurotic, neurotic uh, kind of mm-hmm. like. Uh, New York Jewish type yeah. of like, oh, I, I hate myself and my mother and all this stuff. But then it it's also saying like, women love yeah. this man. And you're like, I I guess they do now. He's married maybe. to Diane Keaton, but Je- Angelica Houston's throwing herself at him. Right. And you're like, what? So, so some of the re- <clears throat> some of the reason for this is I feel like it was a hard counter to the Arnold Schwarzenegger action movies. Because they're like, all right, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger can't be a lead in a romantic comedy, so what's the opposite of that mm-hmm. in the time period? And so that's when you get Billy Crystal's. That was a big miss to not put him in one just to see if he could do Arnold Schwarzenegger? Though. Yeah. Have you not seen Eraser? <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen Eraser. Who's in that one? Vivica mm-hmm. Fox or something? Director, director of photography, Barry Sonfeld. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would go on to direct The Addams Family um, and RV. But, um... That's an, that's an interesting one because Rob Reiner directed When Harry Met Sally and Princess Bride is like probably my one of my all-time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my top two, if I had to list them, would be RoboCop and Princess Bride only because I grew up watching them and they're beautiful films, each in their own way. You got Robot Jesus and then you have <laughs> a perfectly adapted... And then you have RoboCop. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... But same director. And Billy Crystal is also in both of those even though he has a much smaller role. I worked out of Norman Lear's office for a period of time and he would always like come say hello to me. He was really sweet. He was like 92 at the time. Who, RoboCop? Norman Lear, oh. uh, aka RoboCop. Okay. And his Wi-Fi password for the whole office is Buttercup. Oh, <gasps> spoiler. What's and that I a reference to? Everyone knows <laughs> that they can <laughs> oh, go don't go to his, Wi-Fi. his office and take his But I always thought that was really sweet. Mm. Um, was I'm he sure a sweet s- old man, not like a mean he old was, man? He was very sweet and I was just like a lowly nobody but he would say hello to me and like Backwards. tell me I look nice. Uh huh. Yeah, have you sit on his lap? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like ninety-two at the time. I mean, that's when they stopped giving a fuck. Mm, maybe, but know. yeah, Princess Bride. The book is is um, William Goldman. Goldman, who passed away recently, sadly. Yeah, like not too long ago. But he also, so he wrote the book. I was telling Dan about this yesterday. You should read the book mm-hmm. if given a chance because it's from the same author. It's so faithful. 
What's that? It's such a faithful adaptation. Like there's dialogue in the book that's literally in the movie. Well, because he he adapted it. Yeah, he adapted but, it. But he also the, just deleted. Line. But the the book is amazing because it is the um uh what is he called the abridged version of the original mm-hmm. story, The Princess Bride. Yeah. Which doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So the the book is already on its like it's on a different level of being meta, mm-hmm. which I thought was great. Um, so it's a it's a great book. I saw the movie first and then read the book later, which is actually a good order. It's the same. To do it, but the character of, uh, uh, I forget his name, but Andre the Giant's character was written for Andre the Giant in a book. And I was like, that's really cool because, I don't know, if you go, if you watch the Andre the Giant documentary, they talk about that where he's like, this author just loved wrestling. And I'm like, that's, there's so many cool things lining up. So, but in terms of it being romantic, why do you enjoy this as a romance? It doesn't, at the beginning, Buttercup is like Treating him like a slave, essentially. <laughs> yeah. it's, that's it's kind of romantic. Wrong. I, I definitely romantic. for some. Yeah, I recognize that the love story. The love story is probably the weakest part of this whole movie. It is categorized as a love story and not a rom. It's kind of a rom com in some Sweet capacity. Makeup. Yeah, it's a, Rob Reiner. So it's yeah, that, you it, know, it has a. It is ultimately at the end. It is a love story, but uh, if you you shouldn't really emulate anything that the main characters are doing. Where it's like, Wesley, I love you. I love you too. Gotta go. And then he disappears and then comes back as the Dread Pirate Roberts, which it, it's all the, the highs, the highest of the highs and the lowest of lows, which is not good for any sustainable relationship. I think it's the very romantic ideal that love, love will persist and conquer anything. No matter how bad things can get, love will still prevail, which is what this movie pushes. Her saying, my Wesley will come for me. But will get he? Get hung up on some guy for yeah. 10 years and not get over him. Yeah. And then... I feel like so much of this are like he's enjoying it. He's enjoying the the thrill of the chase, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, he didn't have to become the Dread Pirate Roberts. He chose to. Well, there's a there's a Gatsby aspect to it. Whatever the Gatsby uh, strategy for romance is, where it's like, if only we could be together, we could be together. Mm-hmm. It's that it's like except that you chose to leave. Like you felt as though mm-hmm. you were inadequate, and thus you subjected yourself to the separation of us and thus leading to the trials and tribulations of our relationship. If you had just been like, hey, everything's good and we're together and we're happy, then it would have been easy. Mm-hmm. That would have been that would have been the solution. Um, but it's everything else around the movie that I think makes it great. The characters around it are really well written. The dialogue is fantastic. As Christopher Guest is the villain, mm-hmm. which is funny. He's a very funny actor and he plays the, yeah, the six-fingered six man. Um, also, so, the king, Humper, Humperdink, Humperdink, is the voice of Jack Skellington. Come on. You've got the making of a great film. Wonder, Wonder Chris Year. Sarandon? Yeah. Wonder Years isn't in the book, though. No, this is how they adapted yeah. the abridged aspect of it, mm-hmm. by jump, which is actually really super clever yeah. that, when you think the about changing that, the medium. That is sort of the mind-blowing part of all of it, is that the book on its own is already really good. And then when they adapt it to a film, they make it something that makes it good for film. It's sort of like Jurassic Park is a great book, but then the movie's completely different, but not. It's it's enough. They changed enough things that made sense for film. That It's sort of like it's cool when someone can work in both mediums and make them both work really well. Let me ask you this. So you know how that machine sucks all the years out of Wesley's life? Yes. Does he get those back when the kiss happens, or has he only no. got like six months? No. <laughs> And Andre the Giant only has six months too, but Ooh. different reason. That, that is. Have my ears. <laughs> 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 
This was all an entire <laughs> ploy just for me to do my Andre the Giant. We should do a whole Andre the Giant episode. Did he make a joke? I can't tell. Oh, I have a big heart. Mowage. Yeah. Oh man, how many how many people do you think have done that at their actual wedding? Ooh. Not enough. Nope. I say bring it on. For, they, uh, <laughs> well, they reveal in the book too that the uh, the priest is deaf. I didn't know that as a kid. Mm. I thought he just talked funny. Mm. I don't know that I picked that up either. Yeah, but they call him, he's the deaf priest. Uh, That's why, Mawid. One of my favorite office what? moments is when Phyllis mocking. is getting married yes. and Michael's doing his speech and he go, does Mawid. But I think for me, when he says m- mar- uh, uh, wedding is defined as the, wel- uh, the fusing of two metals and he was looking <laughs> up welding is like... Another classic. That's an office anyway. joke. That's an office. Can joke. you stop watching The Office? No. Like, like, I'm not. I'm asking you to do it. Like, are you physically no, able? I'm always watching The Office. That's the secret. Don't There's stop. Other oh things. my gosh, Charade, the best movie that Alfred Hitchcock never made. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. How I would what? describe it. Charade. What is this? We moved to a new movie. It's Charade. Yeah. The oh, I just let the trailers going. going. I don't, how many fine. times do people want to watch that? Prince. Cary Grant. We can keep talking about Prince. No, no, I'm done. I'm good. What is Charade? It's a a. Not spy. I would say it's like a mystery romp, romantic. Mm-hmm. To is, this, is this the you've got mail to to catch a thief? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, people always think it's a Hitchcock movie. It's not though. Um, what's it about? Um, I don't remember it's the plot specifics. Yeah, plot. it's a good. It's a great movie. Oh, it's not like it looks campy. It look, uh, well, it, it's. I think the trailer style yeah, is from like the fifties. It's or not. Whatever. It's. It's. It very much feels like if you were a two a to catch a thief. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. Okay. A sister movie, as it were. Like a sister act or a sister act two back Wait, in the no, habit. No, sister act. <laughs> That's right. I've seen well, both of them in theaters. The, the trailers aren't really here to exist uh, to direct our conversation. They're oh. more supposed to be background. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Sure. Just of romantic yeah. movies. I like there's, this pace, though. I like moving. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> there's some Romeo and Juliet movie that came out a couple years ago that yeah. I'd never heard of. Ooh, how's it end? It, it doesn't have a plus <laughs> in the middle, so I don't care. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's from All the right. guy at Downton Abbey. Should we bring Does it have up, Jamie Kennedy uh, in it? Then I'm out. Here's Romeo plus Juliet. Thank you. Should we bring out movies we find romantic then? Mm. And parts of movies and things well, and yeah, such? Well, yeah. Any one of those. Why don't you fire off? We're giving. Can I tell you something that is always a romantic moment for me and might not be for other people? Mm. Let's do it. But I have weird things. When the leads have sex? In 300, when he's killed at the end and he's just like looking off and he's like, my wife, my queen. My wife. <laughs> my wife. My queen. Yes, queen. My wife. Like to me, it's just like. Because Leonidas is such a badass. Uh-huh. But the, the last thing he thinks of, he's just like fought this battle through hell. And the last thing he thinks of is as he's dying is his wife. Let and me, she's a queen. And he calls her his queen. I'm, I'm just like, mm. I wish I had a man that would die and, and say about, that. Uh, oh, do you think it's mm. also romantic when he's like, <laughs> I'm going off to battle. Yeah. And he's like, he's like I'm going to fuck you from behind. <laughs> we Come over, bitch. Yes, we I Greeks do it that way. I do, in fact, think Trying that. Just, <laughs> Ah! I do, in fact, think that. And, like, and then he, she just she doesn't even see him. The last time she sees yeah. him is when they when they kiss. Uh-huh. He turns her over, bangs her from behind, and then just goes to war. <laughs> I, I I really like. I think you're onto something. Don't say hunchback. <laughs> oh, I forgot he was in it. No, there's a really romantic <laughs> moment in 300 on the uh, making of uh, on the DVD where. All the guys go up to like Utah to work out for like six months oh, yeah. and get six pack abs. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cool. I how they all, you, Zack Snyder made him do that. I thought you were gonna say the Oracle's dudes. nipples. I mean, I I love 
What bothers me though is Gerard Butler had that body. He's threw Lost it all away. It. Yeah, so it was it, some shading. It's hard work to keep that up. Yeah, I know, but other actors kept it. They said, "Wow, not many." They all did. But <laughs> I, I, I do find that to be a really romantic moment. I also find I don't think it's an amazing movie, but in, I've told this to Adam. But in Benjamin Button, when their line, when their lives align. Mm-hmm. I think is really romantic. No, I think it's romantic when he's a baby. Can we take a step back real quick? Uh, James, when you die in battle, what's your final thought? Gonna I be? will not die in battle. I will win. Well, I am Xerxes. <laughs> <laughs> but then they see the god bleed. and Does he not die in the sequel? Uh, no. Did anyone see that movie? I did. I didn't. He oh, ba- that's on my most romantic. Oh. When the hero of that movie goes to the ship and then bangs uh, Ava Green, Ava Green uh, hey. on a table in a very kind of angry way. And that's the only scene I've ever seen because James has described it to me. <laughs> and then I watched it and went, very good, sir. Yes. In real history, they do get taken down by the Greeks. Who did? Us? The Persians. The Persians. Oh. Yeah. Also, there's a lot more than 300 of them, just FYI. Well, they have to go mm. with name recognition. Um, but going back to the Romeo plus Juliet uh, <laughs> thing, um, I don't care for that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. Yeah. There's a far superior version called Moulin Rouge. Good. I have Moulin Rouge on my list. Yeah. That is that is a, a tragic love story, um, but same sort of problem as Princess Bride, where this could all be fixed if we all, if we just left. We get out of smelly French town and get your we get your TB taken care of and everything's going to be okay. We don't have to worry about the Maharaja. But would she not have gotten TB anyway? I think I she would have like had I feel like she had TB to begin with. Oh, yeah, she was hard. But I've never TB. seen anyone with TB not like look as good as Nicole Kidman. Oh, she looked mm. fantastic. Probably because she threw up all her food. <laughs> yeah. So great. Er, the, the blood matched her hair. Uh, but, no, but part of it, too, is that like, oh, they had a limited amount of time left together. They, cho- they chose to sneak around mm-hmm. and create this thing, which means it's not a healthy relationship. It is the highest of highs and the lowest of lows of we're going to sneak around and fucking all weird places and we're going to do it right behind this guy's back who's giving us money. And then if all goes well, you'll die because yeah. it needs to go <laughs> both ways in order for it to be tragic because that's what Boz Lerman loves. Well, it's fun. The, this movie is a lot of fun because it starts with him going like, it's all shit now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then it shows, and then it's all fun. But like you forget about it by the time the mo- I always like when movies tell you how they end. But then by the time you're getting towards the ending, you're like, maybe there's a chance. <laughs> but I'm like, no, you showed us already. Yeah. That's how you know they're really good. It's it. I typically don't, I don't. I'm not attracted to musicals in any way. Not like in a Joel way, where if someone goes, Rock of Age is coming, and like my wiener guides me there Mm -hmm. that never happens I don't don't just go see it because it exists I remember a bunch of people were losing their shit over Glee being announced like it's a musical show I'm like not really interested the way they handle musical acts in Moulin Rouge is so creative Uh, it's it seemed to be made by people who had a love of music that's and really good music. That's music yeah. that's yeah. re-envisioned. Which is, is it's like Boz's thing though. Yeah. 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 It's not it's nothing new, but it's the way that it's done and that like music it's it's really fascinating the way it's done. Ian e. McGregor is actually a really good singer. Yeah. Yeah. I well, prefer some of his versions of songs that he does than the uh, originals. A number like your song, or it's the Elton John song, mm-hmm. your song, but like it's such like a romantically uplifting moment. Like they're kind of you know soaring with it. I don't know. Mm. It's just it's just really nice. On top atop an elephant. Yeah. I I would go ahead and throw Boz Lerman's version of Great Gatsby on there too. I have a personal relationship with that book, but I really like his adaptation 
And I feel like it's pretty tragic in a very bad example of what love is, mm-hmm. but a still very fun. You don't have to pull it out, but I just figure it's it weird how sometimes I Nail think it. it's, it's like <laughs> it's like it's we, a dollar sign. We do <laughs> we do equate these like tragic romances as still like romantic. Mm-hmm. Well, but, because yeah. be, I would say because sometimes when there's tragedy, it it prevents mundanity. I think it also it pushes means, people to their full emotion. Yeah. I, I, I think in terms of romance, though, you never get to the point where things are just normal. If it's only mm-hmm. the passion, yeah. like that's – especially yeah. for a film, that's what you want to focus on. It wouldn't on. be interesting if you yeah. were just Tuesday night watching yeah. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that is sort of what films do. That's their job mm-hmm. is to only highlight the great moments because why would you watch the grass grow if you could go snowboard, right? Whoa. As as Nietzsche once said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, real quick also, if you want to go visit the real Moulin Rouge in Paris, uh, you will be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it like a I wasn't house? disappointed. Mm. Or it's in like no, It's just like a theater. It's, it's in, in Malta town. and it's just kind of like a ramshackle place with a with a windmill on it. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a, a dinner and a show. Yeah. And there's like nudity and stuff, but it's all – it's. If you're going in there expecting like, oh, they're going to do it like the movie. It's all going to be this turn of the century style. It's all like jumpsuits and rollerblades yeah. and stuff. It's they got to do their own fucking shit, man. <laughs> it's fine. Long but it's just been around longer than you have. But so. I thought they were going to capitalize on the film. So, but no. I, you know, I respect the film them. Film capitalized for... on the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> did it? Yes, it did. It's been a, it, I knew of the Moulin Rouge because there's art of it all over the place. So no. when the movie came out, I was like, oh, they made a movie based on that theater. Well, you're mm. well-traveled, my friend. Might be a mutual <laughs> relationship. Mm, I don't know. Is um, there a car chase in this movie? Yeah, no. Uh, kind of. Uh, what's his face? Joel Edgerton has his super cool car. Or no, Gatsby has his super cool Gatsby mobile that he drives everywhere. Um, <laughs> is he Batman? There he is. <laughs> kind of. Uh, James stands by Gatsby. I still don't like it. I don't think I'll ever like it. Um, it's just the movie or like the story altogether? all of the above. Oh no, I don't care for it. I it's don't. So full of metaphor, Adam. I guess, mm-hmm. but he I, knocks over the clock because he's trying to freeze it's, time. It's, it's, I don't know. These everyone in the story sucks. I don't F. like Scott anybody. Scott Fitzgerald died thinking he was a failure. <laughs> Adam, good. The <laughs> good. <laughs> I just, it's all. I don't know. I'm not crazy about. It. I know it's a love beloved story and all those things. It's like it's just. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And I wanted to like that movie, actually, because it was like, oh, Baz Luhrmann and Gatsby, this classic story. Like, I really do like the the Roaring Twenties and that style, the sort of like Bioshock, you know, what bio, the original Bioshock drew inspiration from. Like, oh, I totally dig that style. But as always, it's it's not my story. Mm. I's not crazy mm. about it. Mm. Well, it's like, he's like, I loved Daisy. So what did I – I went to war. But the only way to win a heart was to become a millionaire. So I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. But like, but how'd he do That's it? That's kind of what Don't... Wesley did with Barcup. He, That's the thing. It's but he didn't mean to go out and become a pirate. But wasn't he leaving to find his place in the world because he didn't feel like he had earned her? Sure. Yeah. But his his return is much cooler because he has a hood. Oh, but Gatsby has the Gatsby mobile and throws parties. But then, but interesting parallel. But she's right. He could just send a boat and go get on the boat, Daisy. I love you now. But there's like they have to sneak around and get. It's like why it's he doesn't think he deserves it because he thinks he's a fucking pet. Then he's not even killed by Joel Edgerton. He's killed by some rando dude. Spoiler. Who cares? That's the tragedy of life. Um, I I. I have a very romantic movie yeah, that I think there's no debating. 
Before Sunrise. Yes, I actually watched this last night. Basically everything Ethan Hawke did for a long period of time was pretty romantic. Oh. He did an adaptation of Great Expectations that's really oh, yeah. romantic. Was, he, was like he Anuma sexy. in it, right? What? Was it he Anuma in it? No. Before the affair. him and Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. Uh, but it's very, very romantic. And mm. I also think Gattaca is extremely romantic. Ethan really? Hawke and Jude yeah. Law. I think the relationship <laughs> is very, oh. very romantic. I mean, I think he and Uma too, yeah. but I honestly yeah. think his relationship with Jude Law is more romantic the way mm. they're actually like bickering this bickering couple and their farewell at the end of that movie is like what gets me the most about it. Not mm. not him saying, hey, Uma, I'll be back or whatever. So um, I've never seen any of the before movies. They're, they're, they're amazing. Great. All, every, yeah. I heard every single one. Is, I mean, it's Richard I mean, Linklater I, being super minimalist. Yeah, I, yeah. They're all like $2 million but, budget films. Yeah. Mm. But the premise is just there's this American dude who's on a train and he's sitting across from this French girl who's on a train and they stop in Vienna, and he's gonna catch a flight. He has to catch a flight the next morning to fly out back to America, and she's just heading back to Paris. And like on the train, he just like convinces her. He's like, he's like, you just want to hang out? Like, let's mm. just hang out. Well, he, he's like, in in fifty years, when you're married and bored, you're gonna think about all the cool guys that you never went out with. Mm-hmm. Come and hang out in Vienna with me. Well, but his whole point was wasn't no, it wasn't that I'm cool. He's like. But if you hang out with me, you'll see that I'm just a boring guy just like everyone else, and you'll feel better. You won't feel like you have regrets because you went on this thing, and it turns out I'm just a boring American dude, and I wouldn't have been this crazy life. It's just I'm just another thing, which is kind of a cool angle that isn't so egotistical. But the thing is, don't they they meet every 10 years or something? Well, every nine. In this movie, though, that's that's something that's happened later because they made two sequels. But in Mm -hmm. this one, it's just two strangers walking around that like talking and they both have like ro- romantic yeah. pasts mm-hmm. talking about sex and life and it, it is a talky movie they're literally just talking together yeah. and, and, an and, they, and he's like I don't have enough money for a hotel Will you just, and I, my flight is in the morning so can mm-hmm. we just can we just like Let's keep moving. Out, walk around and stuff they have and crank um, syndrome, so they, <laughs> they can't stop. Yeah. And, and they're not yeah. flawless like he, he's kind of cynical and tiny bit of a douche well, that's the, um, that's my favorite. They're thing like about real movie. characters. You have yeah. to have an arc. They talk about like way. this philosophical stuff, but the movie definitely treats it with an awareness. Like, but they, I mean, these they're, they're young people. They yeah, don't know what the fuck they're talking early about. 20s. Like, yeah. they're just they're just winging it and stuff. But the chemistry that they develop with each other during the course of the movie is like mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. It's so great because they're mm-hmm. really different. And at the beginning, you're like, oh, he's kind of a schlub. Mm-hmm. Like, she should feel like she doesn't need this guy or whatever. But by the end, it's like, oh, no, they have a genuine, sweet, yeah. layered relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it ends It ends in the least romantic way possible, which is with him going like, like, should we exchange our numbers? And they're like, no. nah. Wow. Like, let's... Well, like, they they go, meet back there They go the like, like if this is important enough, let's meet back here in six months. If it's important enough. Oh, they said six months. Yeah, and then, well, they and had then that discussion. Like, and then they go, and they go. All right, well, I wish you the best because, but neither of them really know. It's not like a guarantee, and it's kind of like this is just a night. And well, then, it, they, I guess they talk about that too. How you know you'll exchange number with somebody and talk once or twice, and then it'll fizzle out. Mm-hmm. But they want to like keep that magic moment mm-hmm. instead of letting it die in like a long distance, yeah. you know, phone calls. Or, I'll, yeah. I'll confess, know. my interest of these movies waned. Yeah, movie to movie. Oh uh, yeah, really? yeah. I didn't because I, I, I think it's yet. like this is so magical mm-hmm. and like 
unique in the first one, and well, then kind of bring, Butler putting them back together. You just sort of feel, no, his well, my wife, my, my wife, <laughs> my yes, queen, my wife, yes, queen. It's been ten years. I, I, I will say I did. I loved these a lot more when I was younger, like when I was the age they were in this movie. But I think it's really cool that they revisited the characters and made a movie like every nine years. Yeah, it's interesting. So they let those characters age up between each movie, and they they'll approach the relationship in that time period. Yeah, where they are them. in their lives yeah. at that age. So they I let will... them get older and, and mature and change a little bit. And in the, in the sequel, you know, spoilers, mm-hmm. they're walking around Paris and they've met yeah. each other Because he's like a writer and so she's like, holy shit, I know that guy. Oh. Like, And so then she like goes to like one of her his book things and she's mm. like, hey, it's going. And he's like, I have some time. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I've got nine hours. And Do you want to walk? It's really neat that, you know, they're extremely long takes. You know, some of them are like 10 minutes and they're just walking around Paris. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. know, there's something kind of sweet and simple and quaint about that following them around yeah. Paris for I, I 12 have a hours. feeling it's on your list. This movie? No, no. Oh, Before Sunrise? Yeah. yeah. Well, if no, I can another just say one, movie on, about oh, Paris. Oh, it is. But if I can say one, one more thing, there's a movie that tried to distill this into a single film and and much uh, make it a much more dramatic film. 300? It's called One Day oh. with uh, Anne Hathaway, hmm. where like her and this guy... I feel like they. I think it's like they see each other for like. I don't. I don't know the whole movie. I think they see each other like one day every year or something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're friends for however long. But it's a flop. Uh-oh. Are you Are you sure you're not thinking of Leap Year, where <laughs> that movie where that one person has to propose? It's the, the only day of the year where you're allowed to propose to your boyfriend. I remember when that movie came out, and it seemed like total garbage, but it made so much money because there was nothing else to see. Mm-hmm. And it came out on Valentine's Day or whatever, and uh-huh. women were like eating it up, men too probably. Mm-hmm. But I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's on your list too. I just like I also like something that seems to be crucial to a good romantic movie is that the setting is crucial to the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, and that's something that stands out in this trilogy is they just go to some beautiful place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like it's like Vienna is a character and then Paris is a character. Like every the, the locations are all characters. So Oh, wait, they have a kid now? Well, so, you know, fast forward to the third one, nine years after they meet each other again in Paris. I guess the fact that it's a trilogy ruins the first two movies. Not of. really. I mean, it's um, it's Linklater. So he does the he for I guess those who don't know. He's he obsessed did, with time. He did About a Boy, which mm-hmm. is like that. Insane yeah. movie he did over ten years or whatever. I, I've never actually watched this one. It's it's good. It's a lot harsher. You know they're they're well, married and have married. I'm oh, sorry, boyhood. Troubles. What did I say about a boy? Oh, which is also on my list and is a great romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. What would kind you, of would you call it that? Is the romance b- it, between? Well, there's Hugh Grant's romance with Rachel Weisz. Child. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think this is about you. I think boy. it has elements of a romantic. Comedy. Okay, about a boy is it's one of. Uh, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a great time. movie. And the book's um, great, too. I think it's from Nick the Hornby. S- yeah, same director as American Pie, by the way. How okay. do they do it? All these <laughs> gems, I don't one know. after the other. I came out of... That, oh, I just remember seeing that and being like, really? Same guy? Crazy. Okay. It's almost as though directors can be pretty versatile <laughs> and work to the job. Yeah. Zemeckis. I think, I think he was trying to leave American Pie behind him after the American Pie quadrilogy mm-hmm. uh, was released. I've only seen the second one. Mm. And the first. You've only seen the sorry. second American Pie? No, I've seen one and two, sorry. You haven't seen American Wedding? I did. <laughs> oh, Isn't there man. American Bandcamp or something? That's, that's one of the spinoff oh, no. ones. It doesn't yeah. count. It's not true, true the, uh, Ameri- 
Ampku. <laughs> Ampku? American Pie and Van Wilder are those two franchises that I'm like, they just kept going. They're like, yeah. uh, hey, Ryan Reynolds doesn't want to do it. They're they're like, like, we'll figure it out. They're like, maybe Kumar has more ends. Like, that wasn't his character's name. <laughs> I love Van I didn't know there was more than one Van Wilder movie. I loved it when I was a kid. Van Wilder? Yeah. I only saw I the first I only saw the first. I just remember they eat a uh, sandwich or something full of dog semen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, because his dog it's is It's like an eclair, the, I think. Yeah, oh, his yeah, dog is in the, in the tub, and then Ugh. his testicles float to the yeah. top. It's a good, good movie. Film. Man, that was the time to be making movies. You could Sorry. do anything you wanted. We missed well, it. But else <laughs> would have so many big hits. Uh, so the, the theme I'm noticing here with a lot of these love stories is none of these, especially now we're looking at The Little Mermaid, uh, copyright strike. Thanks, Disney. Um, no, Disney's pretty good. Are they good? Yeah, they've never claimed it. Hey, thanks, Disney. Yeah, they're great. They're good. Um, especially in The Little Mermaid, so many of these relationships are toxic. Mm-hmm. This one is especially oh, yeah. awful, I think. It, it is also mm-hmm. adapted from an older fairy tale, which was definitely the women shouldn't you know, be seen or heard, and in this movie especially not heard. <laughs> so much that we're going to take her voice away. So he's like, yeah, I guess I can fall in love with this teenager. Yeah, it's toxic, uh-huh. and it's like detrimental to like young kids watching it because it's telling you that romance should be based on nothing. Well, you were really? the, the way watching you it. Do you feel I've like it only really seen do? Little Mermaid once when I was four, and I've never seen it. I don't remember Little Aww. Mermaid. Did you immediately want to change things about yourself to get with that hot guy <laughs> yeah. in third grade? <laughs> the, story, <laughs> the story behind Little Mermaid, I think, is more interesting as an adult than seeing the movie Little Mermaid. Like, if you watch uh, Waking Sleeping Beauty, it's a really good documentary mm-hmm. made by Disney, so it's extremely biased. Um, but this was... Disney's sort of renaissance when they came into their own when they were trying to make their way back because they had lost so much money on Black Cauldron hold and stuff on like a that. Hold on Hold on. I can't, can't confirm that. You no. can't confirm that Black Cauldron lost a dime. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, it's beloved. I think it was, at the time, the most expensive animated movie of all time, and it lost a lot of money. Scared the shit out of children. Yeah. Was um, this other movie he was referring mm-hmm. to? Which one? Yeah. Uh, we're about to watch the trailer for uh, Midnight in Paris. Oh. Yeah. But the, this was also on my list. There's a very romantic movie. Oh. Um, with an unlikely pair, uh, Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but it's, again, it's about the the location Mm -hmm. that is is crucial to the facilitation of the romance, and I think it's just something something about that. So if you're thinking about making a romantic comedy and the location isn't about it, forgetting Sarah Marshall That's on my list, too. That's one of my favorite movies. Mm. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, maybe one of my mm. favorite romantic comedies. Mm. Yeah, there, there's a really good part in Midnight in Paris. I guess could, could we spoil the whole thing? Is that okay? Uh, I feel like it's been out. The, it's I mean, the main, the main thrust of the story is that uh, Owen Wilson, wow, is really. Oh, I will say this into uh, Paris. Sorry, th- this trailer does not spoil anything about the movie, which oh, really? is kind of a magical thing that yeah. doesn't exist anymore. It was a definitely a word of mouth movie when I heard about it. I think it actually did really well, but it's, it's a I Woody, think it's his biggest movie. It's a Woody Allen yeah. film, yeah, where he. Basically, Woody Allen, or not Woody Allen, sorry, uh, wow, uh, <laughs> travels back in time via, like, a random car that shows up at a random time, and he always goes back in time to the... Shows up at yeah. midnight. Yeah, where he's he's sort of infatuated with this one time period. But there's a really good part in there where even in, when he goes back in time, they go back in time even further, because mm-hmm. the character he's with, uh, was it Marion Cotillard? Yeah. Cotillard? She's like, oh, I love 1910. That's when I should have been alive. And yeah. he's like... He's like, no, the 40s, 50s are great. Wow. Like, you got to be there. Well, he, wow. He was yeah. like the 
He's into the 1920s. So like yeah. the Roaring Twenties were all the f- the. It's like when Hemingway, yeah. Yeah. Scott Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald is there. The, yeah. With what his wife called, Zelda, like, who inspired the character. All the American writers are in Europe. That's from Movable Feast, right? Hemingway's Movable Feast. Yeah, but there's a specific name for all those right that that group of oh, yeah. people that oh, were like hanging Pack. out they, 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 had a, they had like a name that they call and then i think the bella pock which like is where the, she wants to go back to is children. i believe in the 1890s was it like the lost no. children or i don't know what like, it was but the bella, la bella pock that she children. was talking about regardless is in the 1890s where like toulouse was there painting and i thought the, the two best movies to get that story across were midnight in paris and tron legacy where they say the, the thing that you went after was always in front of you the whole time so you could you could be infatuated and yeah. be in love with this thing that you don't have, but maybe the reason why you're so infatuated with it is because you don't have it. Because he has this thing that I think they call like golden era syndrome or something, mm-hmm. golden age syndrome, where like you're the always grass is always greener sort of thing. Yeah, you look back at the past as being like that's the best. That would perfect. be the best time. Yeah. Why would you be watch there? the grass grow if you could go snowboarding? And that's a <laughs> very like romantic <laughs> ideal unto itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but yeah. The movie overall is kind of slow, but uh, Loki has a cameo. Um, yeah, he's, everybody's he's in Scott. it. I think um, Adrian Brody. I think he's is in Dali. it. Dali. Yes, Elder Dali. He, yeah, uh, the Corey Stoll. I was going to say the guy who played Yellow Jacket. the scenes. Most most of <laughs> the does. MCU is in this, and I know that because the IMDb trivia will tell you that. <laughs> and it's details. Garbage. So I don't know. It's it's a. Good movie. I wouldn't call it a romance. That being said, it's a Woody Allen oh, film. It's, very so. romantic. it's a romance film. Yeah, it's definitely romantic. Woody Allen has made a movie every year, almost, I think, for the last 45 so years. And he's a monster. Came out. I don't know how he does it. Anyway. Um, another movie on my list, also <laughs> probably not that romantic to many, but Memoirs of a Geisha. I know what you're thinking. A movie about a young woman forced into servitude. Mm-hmm. And her virginity sold off. How can you find that not romantic, Elise? No. Well, I'm asking, how can no. you not find that romantic? Her Mizuwagi. Um, <laughs> what is it? And Mizuwagi. And, I mean, I think it's romantic, and spoilers, it kind of builds to this culmination where, like, every step in her life she's been doing to try to get closer to this man, mm. which is not a great mentality to, to have. But I love Ken Watanabe, mm. and, I mean, I would do that for Ken Watanabe. Well, it's also because, like, at the end of the movie, spoilers, she, he's like, he's like, finally, I own you. She's like, oh, yeah. thank God, he owns me. And he could have. So when he's not banging his wife, he, he probably could have like me. come and uh, gotten her ooh. so many times or mm-hmm. whatever, and been like, hey, I'll pay her debts and I'll marry her, but he never did. That um, being said, it's probably the best movie Rob Marshall has made. It's a great movie. I hate Chicago. Yep, I hate no. Chicago too. I really don't he like made it. the worst pirates, which is saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what was the movie that just came out that's also garbage that he was made? It probably Alpha. I'm no. just assuming. What is the movie that just came out? Um, but I'll say this while James is trying to figure it out: uh, if Memoirs of a Geisha Rob. isn't for you, I say watch Memoirs of the Invisible Man. Nope. Why? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know, but uh, Mary Poppins. Oh yeah, Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. Didn't see, didn't see it. You guys did. It's sort of like why we watched. Uh, what did we watch today? Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I would have I would have not gone my entire life had it not been for work to watch Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Because really? why that would many I? People told you it was bad. If enough people tell me something isn't worth my time, I typically just go well. 
I only got so many hours left on this planet. Why would I waste it watching complete garbage unless there's a few redeemable there's some fun aspects in, in that well, movie, aren't there? No. No. It was really bad. Kind mm. of not a good romance. Kind of <laughs> like what Elise is touching on on how movies can be romantic even if they're horrific interpretations of romance. Love actually it's definitely on that list for me. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of horrible shit it. in that movie. Every it's it's amazing because normally a romantic movie has one opportunity to get relationships and love wrong, mm-hmm. but this is a bunch of short like twelve of short them. stories that are all bad, mm. and it blows my mind. <laughs> There's the part where uh, Emma. What's her name? Emma Thompson Bridget Jones goes into the bedroom and she's like crying because mm-hmm. she realizes her husband's having an affair. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty hard moment to watch. Yeah. Uh, but since we are on the subject of horrific and toxic relationships, I would like to at least have it a rebuttal that mm-hmm. I think some films do have healthy relationships that should be emulated. And that is the relationship of Bebop and Rocksteady from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yes, thank you, Adam. That is the most – in the last 10 years, I think that is the healthiest relationship I've ever seen. They lift each other up. They believe in each other. And whether it is a relationship that's sexual in nature or not is – doesn't really matter. They are there for each other through thick and thin. They are both transformed into Mm -hmm. these creatures, these monsters. And they're they're so supportive. Yeah. And they they still have a common goal – and it is it is a straight line from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about How it. There's no highs. How does Casey Jones no feel lows. about their relationship? Casey Jones is a piece of shit. He doesn't like that sort of thing. <laughs> no, Com- compare comparatively, no. And and when they become monsters, quote unquote monsters, they don't judge each other. No, they're stoked for each they other. They believe in each other. They're excited for each other mm-hmm. because deep down in all of our DNA, there is an animal as they explain it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry will tell you And that. one of them happens to be a rhino, and the other happens to be a wild boar. Uh, with that said, I am sad this film did not do better. It deserved better. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sucks we're already rebooting it because I wanted to see more of, I say, Hollywood's true power couple. Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop Look at this. and Rocksteady. Look at this shot. If Look. this doesn't make you want to see this movie, I don't know what it is. I there's, think this is the shot that sold a, me It's a tank this. going down an Amazonian river <laughs> with a rhino firing a blast at giant Ninja Turtles. And people said, no, he ruined it, Michael Bay, that monster. I said, no, he enabled us to see the healthiest relationship that Hollywood's too afraid to show us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I you think they're afraid agree. to show us? No, I think he was brave to they give were, it to this us. This movie is pioneering. And it, I think that's why it didn't do so well at the box office. I think they tried to suppress this uh, for young people to see. Mm-hmm. They, they, want more, they want more of the, the flowers and the candy and all the bullshit that comes along with this. Whereas they would happily go to the restaurant the day after Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, maybe a week later. I agree. Maybe let's stay in this week and do something cool. Instead of, uh, you know, writing it out. What do you think they watch on Netflix when they're at home? You know what? They let each other choose. They watch Marie Kondo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what they do? They hit hit random. They find something random, and they find something nice to say about it. That's sweet. Yeah. That's who you should be more like. Love actually is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the relationship between um, the... Old Porn. rock star. Oh, what's yeah. his name? Bill Nye. Bill Nye and yeah. his manager or his buddy. Those. That's the that's only romantic see. thing about that whole. It's movie. still kind of abusive. It's funny, but it's abusive. It's not perfect. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> no bebop and rock study. Yeah. I mean, I think I think forgetting Sarah Marshall has a really as an example of a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. 
an example of a really good like his relationship he develops with Mina, Mila Kunis, which mm-hmm. is based all entirely on like on supporting someone in in what they want to do. What about when he gets a blowjob from Sarah? He can't get hard though. He can't get hard. So uh huh, you're right. Who put <laughs> this goddamn shit on him? <laughs> I've never seen First Night. Julia Ormond, beautiful. Look at her in her prime. It was cool when I was twelve. No, there's only one cool part. And Can it's you get the gauntlet? He does the gauntlet. Can you get the gauntlet scene? It's the only thing that's good about this whole movie. The only know. thing worth watching. It's like this in Thirteenth Warrior. It's People are like, "There's 13th a cool Warrior's moment. awesome." See, that's, it's the same thing. When I go. Is the whole movie awesome? Because every time it's on TV, it's Antonio Banderas sitting at a fire. Learning the language <laughs> by just staring at them. <laughs> over one night. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I she just, did that Sabrina remake with Harrison Ford. I've seen that. Which is weird. Was it romantic? When I've he flies the Concorde. It. Hell yeah. New York to Paris in four hours, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what were we talking about? What's that in the show? <laughs> we're done. Um, last year, uh, Love Story won an Oscar. What do you guys think of Shape time. of Water? I'll tell you what I think. That, that means vagina. No, vagina. it means egg. Oh, oh. <laughs> we all know it means egg. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. It's very like fairy tale esque, yeah. as intended. Um, I enjoyed the relationship Michael Shannon had with his wife that he plows, <laughs> <laughs> like covers her face or whatever, or the pillow. How about the part when he puts the hook in the guy's mouth? Because Del Toro is a monster and he loves to see gore, and mm-hmm. I love that about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. not just, as good as Hellboy romance, but between Fishboy and Lava Girl, Abe and uh, <laughs> sorry, Lightning Woman, Abe and Hellboy. No, Abe and the second one doesn't Abe and the the Gold Woman fall in love? <laughs> oh, the elf! <laughs> I don't remember that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, should I watch Hellboys again? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hellboys yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Hellboys hold up. Remember Hell? I, I really you enjoyed watch him to get ready for the new one. <laughs> <laughs> God, it looks so bad. I wonder will we be hell people. Um, I wanted to shout out a movie that I loved when I was a kid that I haven't seen First in a night? long time. Well, <laughs> you already shouted <laughs> that, that out. That was another one. It was the 13th Warrior? No. That is has it, no love story as the, far as uh, I remember. The Heath Ledger night movie, gonna, A Knight's Tale. Is it Notting Hill, Dan? Did you love no. Notting Hill? It has oh, modern music. It. Remember? They played Golden Years by oh. Dave Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember what Romancing the Stone? Yeah, I remember this is like I don't know. I feel like this is on TNT every weekend when okay. I was growing up. Well, so I was, was obsessed just, with Indiana Jones as a kid. It's exactly it's and, that close to Indiana. And Jones. And my mom went, "Oh, you should watch *Romancing the Stone*. It's like Indiana Jones because I wanted more Indiana Jones." And I remember going, "This not Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Indiana Jones." People, I've never seen this movie, but every people often say, uh, "Uncharted ripped." Off uh, both oh. Indiana Jones and Romancing the yeah, Stone. Yeah. I believe it. A lot. It's, and then, I mean, it's a treasure. He's a treasure hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't it's know. all right. I mean, if you want a, a really good uh, Douglas film, I say watch. Uh, what's that one? Ghost in the the Lion movie. Fuck. Oh, the Ghost. Ghost in, in the, the Darkness. The, yeah, Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah, it's pretty cool because yep. he shows up at the very end. Michael Douglas is like, he's he's a legend. Val Kilmer's like, I've heard of this man who killed the lion. He's like, yeah, no one knows where he is, and he shows up at the end and gets killed by the lion. <laughs> I think I don't remember it's been a while spoiler whatever no one's gonna see fucking Ghost in the Darkness <laughs> it's it's on, it came out like 94 I just saw it on some sort of streaming platform sure because it's probably cheap to license yeah. but most Val Kilmer movies from the 90s probably are my wife yes queen <laughs> remember when he said that yeah I do I remember do you have anything else awesome on your list there, Elise? Yeah um, uh, makes a big old list Jesus. Dan was I like got, can you send me one or two I, I'm Moonstruck 
which is Cher and Nick Cage. Oh, that's a great movie. I they love took Moonstruck. my wife. They took <laughs> my hand. Is that the one where he thinks hand. he's a vampire? No. no. Oh. <laughs> he wishes. That's a that's a great Nick Cage performance. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Or is it the one with here? Rosie Perez? Uh, no. No. Okay. Um, uh, but I will go ahead and throw uh, White Men Can't Jump <laughs> <laughs> on there. Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, great relationship. Yeah. It's what sent Woody Harrelson from just a guy behind the bar, cheers, to a leading man. And then the crook. Um, <laughs> Wally, I think, is. Aww. And I almost, it also destroys me at the end of Wally when he forgets her. Um, it, it just crushes mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And uh, while you were sleeping, Bill Pullman. Where he's in a coma, mm-hmm. and Sandra Bullock convinces his family okay. that they are in a relationship together. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, it has one of my favorite scenes where, for no reason, it's just kind of like a in transition. A paper boy is riding his bike down a, a snowy street and is throwing papers to lawns, and then on his like third throw, over th- overthrows, and his whole bike goes down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's in the movie for no reason, but it's great. Uh, Two quick shout-outs to tragic love stories, but I think we're pretty good. Uh, Brazil and um, 12 Monkeys. Okay. Okay. Those are good. What was the he love story him. in 12 Monkeys? He loves himself. He falls in love with a doctor who doesn't believe that Nobody he's uh, he's crazy, and then she sees him in a book. He goes, <laughs> he was in World War One, <laughs> And then he gets shot at the airport at the end by uh, a lion. <laughs> I have a movie that you have a trailer for. Star Wars. Uh, love and Basketball. Oh, yeah. With... Uh, Omar Epps. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the Basketball Diaries. I'm like, that movie's oh. fucked That's up. That's also romantic. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think Leo gets on gets it on with two uh, hookers at the same time. But they're, uh, they're friends when they're kids. Omar Epps and Sana Lathan are, are friends, basketball. and they play basketball together. Totally. And then when they kind of get to, like, high school, college, he gets recruited into the NBA, I think. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then she goes like overseas, because, like, women's basketball, who cares, right? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. So she gets sent overseas to play on some, like, I don't know, German Swiss team or something. Okay. And he, I think he like flunks out of the NBA kind of fast. Mm-hmm. You know, he just can't hack it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a fun movie. What, would you like say fun. it's about love or basketball? Dennis Haysbert. <laughs> it's both. You know what, Adam? Sometimes it comes down to both. It comes down to the love of basketball. It comes down to basketball that you love. It, um. Is, is it, is it a Benjamin Button? Oh, look, Dad. Oh. No. You're missing it. I Why wasn't Do Benjamin they go to Button prom? a full-size baby? They're, they're in like high school here. <laughs> he was a, grown, so a baby-sized old man, mm. but he should have been a full-sized old baby. But Omar Epps was like way <laughs> too old to be playing teenager here, and he's way like he he gets in the NBA. I don't know. Do you like this Listen, movie? Yeah, I, 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 I do. I used to watch it a bunch. All right, I have two. All right. Jeez, okay. <laughs> One fine day. Uh, okay. George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer okay. spend a r- uproarious day together. And those kids got charisma uh, <laughs> for multiple days. They got a week's one fine week, if you know what I'm talking about. And then also <laughs> Fools Rush In, starring uh, Matthew, Matthew Perry, Perry and uh, Selma Hayek. Okay. He bangs this chick. <laughs> and it, what he thinks is a one-night stand. Uh. But then it turns out it's more than that. And they try and make it work. And she has uh, the same car that Hitler would drive. And I watched it on a train twice in a row. That's what I remember about that. <laughs> Where oh, were you on a, a train? He's also in Vegas, and he's building mm-hmm. a club shaped like a cube. <laughs> Those are all the things I remember. Uh, also throw Unfaithful uh, out there because uh, Richard Gere sucks. Oh, with okay. Diane Lane? Yeah. And she that movie's some, got she some hot sex scenes oh, yeah. in it. Imagine Sliver. watching that on a plane. Shout out to your mom. Sliver. <laughs> well, no. It, it was one of those, like an early flight as like a teenager, and... It was like it was intercontinental, but they had the the old TVs, but you couldn't see. So I was like, I had the most ragiest boner 
oh, watching no. on Faithful and me just being like, oh God, oh God, trying to hide it. Because that movie's hot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and Richard Gere doesn't deserve anything. He's weird. And he, <laughs> yeah. He's Richard terrible Gere in First Night and I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stars Born was a big uh, yeah, romance, romance movie that came out this year. Romantic. I haven't seen it get another That's look at right. you. Remember you told, we saw it sat in a the theater and, the tra- and their trailer came on you're like, I'm seeing that. Those are your exact. Your, I'm saying, I was like, really? You know what happened though? Like what? Jess went and saw it without me, oh, and I no. wanted to see it with her oh. because she's probably the only person I know who loves Lady Gaga more than I do. I what? love her. I I know, but I love her more than you no. do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely oh not. She did a great performance. I wonder if she's a good actress because she could have just been doing her life story. The other things she's acted in have been kind of okay, but I don't think they gave her much to do with the role. So I remember when James and I were in theater, I'm like, that movie looks fucking. Yeah. Looks good. And then Jess went and saw it without me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, well, I guess we'll go see the theater again some other time. And then now it's already. It's, you come I'm waiting for it to come back us. in theaters. No. Yeah, does it deserve Oscars? Yeah, it better. Did you see, like, yet today, Bradley Cooper said that he was embarrassed he didn't get nominated for a Best Director because it, it felt like that meant he wasn't doing his job. That's, that's not, that's not no, what it means. It does, that's what he, he knows said. He said he, said he felt embarrassed. It, it, it's so all stupid. All the Oscar oh, stuff know, is all made I mean, up. Obviously, I'm just telling you what he said. When people are like, oh, everything about this movie is great, but not Best Director, I'm like, how do you well, fuck you do you think it happens? All the performances are so strong, <laughs> including the performance of the lead, Director. <laughs> I feel like Bradley Cooper's like, anyone got any sunscreen? <laughs> My skin's like leather. He's just doing a Jeff Bridges impression. My skin's like leather. Well, he's doing Sam Elliott. I just think it's great. He's also in the movie. That he started on Alias, and now he's... Like a not Academy Award uh, nominated director. I think that's really cool. Did you come so far? Failure. I, I was honestly surprised that he directed such a good movie. Why? Because he's actors, on movie sets all day. It's a directorial debut. I know, and I think it's impressive. But, but it's a remake. Actors don't always translate. <laughs> is it a remake? It is. Yeah. It's a remake. Uh, of a we remake. don't have the mule no. on our list. It has two threesomes in it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Clint Eastwood has two threesomes <laughs> in the mule. <laughs> It's his bucket list. We got to end the show. Yeah. Do you want to do a sponsor read real quick? <laughs> we don't have a sponsor this week, Adam. Why oh, okay. I was going to say, you know, have some fun and just make one up. Okay. Love. Uh, well, no, uh, Elise said Funhouse sponsored this episode. Yeah, What's did. Funhouse got going on, Elise? Oh, my gosh. What is Funhouse known for? Gameplays, podcasts. Film um, podcast. Film podcast. Are you trying to sell the people who just sat through an hour-long <laughs> film podcast about well, love movies? About, uh, let me tell you, because you're going to be watching this video, I think, <laughs> and I'll tell you what's coming up on Funhouse this weekend. Let's see here. Uh, watching the Star Wars trailer right now, they opened with the end of the movie. Don't Google do Earth. really weird. Don't do that. You got Google Earth VR. Okay, this weekend on Funhouse. You got Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb gameplay. That's a, that's a good one. That's I'm a movie. I'm excited for that one. Uh, what else? And um, the rest. There's probably a demo disc, you right? Just wrap oh. it up. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if we discs. if we missed your favorite uh, film romance or couple, let us know in the comments. Too bad. And uh, we'll be back here next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye bye. End transmission.